You're listening to Heavenly Things, where we focus on miracle testimonies, personal experiences, encouragement, and more to inspire your faith. This is your host, Kate Carrera, and I hope this message blesses you. How to go about bringing things to light that might be difficult. So this conversation came on my heart because I had a dear friend of mine call me and she was asking for advice on how to bring something to light that she hasn't dealt with and the proper way to do it where her heart is still guarded but she's able to have healing in it because she wants to be able to work on her call, work on her purpose, pour into others, but she's finding that this situation, this hurt in her life is coming up as an obstacle in her heart. And you know, I want to bring up Romans 12:8. So this verse talks about really highlighting your gift and using it. So it's if your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. This might sound like a very self-explanatory verse, but if you think about it, using the gift that you have on your heart is much easier said than done. And it is real that heart obstacles can come up to prevent us or delay us in acting on these calls in our life, acting on these opportunities where we can be used for God and used to help someone. You don't know how you going up to that person and speaking that word that terrifies you just saved their life or changed the trajectory of what they're going to decide to do in the future. So it's really important that not only you're healing yourself to pour out to others, but you're healing yourself for yourself, but also because God intended that to be the way that it is when we're here, that we're handing over these things that we've gone through. We're handing over what we've been through that's caused hurt or bitterness, unforgiveness, trauma, those things, God doesn't want us to have a victim mentality. He wants you to have the overcomer mentality. And so I want to go into some tools on how you can bring things to light that might be difficult conversations and how do you start those conversations. So the first tool is I want you to be in a place right now where you can be vulnerable with yourself and transparent in yourself and just pause this after I pray and allow yourself to really reflect on your heart posture if God is revealing anything to you on an area that you need to deal with. So Lord, thank you so much for the other person on the end of this podcast right now listening. Bless their mind, protect their hearts, allow what needs to come forward, be shown to their heart and reveal to them what needs to come up that needs to be healthily dealt with so that they can move forward in life and be used by you and to be a light for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Feel free to pause now and then continue the podcast after you allow the Lord to show you, whether it be an impression, a feeling, um, a word, something that comes to mind on your heart. This could look like any of those things. And if you don't receive anything in the moment, don't be hard on yourself, but just allow yourself to be still in it and for him to speak to you about it. Once you've done that, I would like you to understand that forgiveness is not easy. 
um, healing takes time, right? And it depends what you're healing from. There's no perfect timeline, but having conversations is important because the enemy wants you to not bring things to light. He wants it to grow and bringing it to light heals. It truly does. And so the number one thing you can do to have a tough conversation is first healthily bring it to surface with God what is on your heart and ask him to speak to you about it in in a deeper way. Once you do so, whether it's the notes on your phone or a notebook, just write down what comes to mind for you. And it could look crazy. It could look cluttered what you write. It could look like a jumble of words. It could be a perfect, vivid, graphic description. You don't know what's going to come out when you start writing, but just write down, even if you're not a writer, just write down what's coming to you right now. And notice the first person God puts on your heart to speak to. So that could be a parent, that could be a friend, that could be your fiance, your husband, your wife, um, a counselor. But just allow God to show you who to speak to and for him to reveal that. Once you receive that, the first tool is allowing yourself to know that your worst case scenario are a lot of lies in your brain. So your mind's job, your brain's job is to keep you safe. And if you're used to not speaking about something, the idea of change, the idea of being vulnerable is terrifying, right? And it's new. And our brain doesn't really love change. Actually, it resists it pretty often. And its job is to show you all of the things that could possibly go wrong so that you could stay safe. The thing is, is that bringing things to light when you're doing it with God is the safest thing you can do. And it might be difficult, but the payoff is so fruitful. So typically the area that you're being attacked in is the area that God wants to bless the most and to work in in that moment. And let's say you want to talk to a loved one about something. That would look like, okay, when can I realistically speak to them? Do I want this conversation in person or over the phone? And personally, I think in person is the best way to do it because there's just something about that in-person connection that obviously over the phone, just virtually it can't offer. And being in person allows them to have the opportunity to comfort you, to, to read you, you know, to allow them to pick up on your body language. Maybe you're going to want to ease into a conversation, but just allow yourself that freedom to know, okay, this is worth me really taking seriously and having that in-person conversation. If for some reason you can't have an in-person conversation, it has to be virtual. That's, that's understandable, but just allow yourself to choose that wisely. And then with that, you simply say, okay, I'm going to set up a date. That's it. It's a coffee date. It's a going home. It's whatever that looks like. And all you're going to do is say, Lord, bless the conversation, bless the timing, bless the way I articulate this, have control over my emotions, bless that person's heart in receiving. So oftentimes why we don't want to open up about something is because we don't want to burden somebody else, right? So we're, we're scared that someone could think, oh, I don't want them to feel that they could have protected me at that time and they couldn't, and then them carry that sadness or hurts. And what you need to realize is that 
you don't have control over how somebody reacts. So you don't get to actually say, oh, I went through this. I don't want my loved one to feel bad about it. So therefore, I'm just not going to speak up. That's not fair for you to make that decision and call. That actually needs to be something that you bring to God and say, you know what? I need to speak about this. And if they are sad for me in that, that's going to be mended. And that's going to be a healthy conversation. But that's not going to be a distraction and allow me to, um, or a lie that's going to allow me to stop in the tracks of doing something for myself that could help. So knowing that you're actually doing the best thing you can do for yourself and for that person and for the connection that you have, it's going to be very fruitful. But sitting down and saying, okay, listen, I don't know how to start this conversation and I've prayed on it, but I'm just going to open up about something that's on my heart and it might not be perfect, but I'm just going to speak openly. And when you say that, you're actually taking the pressure off of yourself to say, okay, I'm going to start the conversation here or there or X, Y, Z, because when you do that, that adds so much pressure on yourself. But when you actually remove it to say, I'm just going to be completely authentic then it allows you to kind of invite that person in to say, I don't know what I'm about to say. I don't know if I'm going to be filled with emotion, have zero emotion, if I'm over it, if I'm not. Um, I I don't know because I'm not used to telling this, but I want to share this and get this off my chest and pray about it. And so then you're going to share what went on. You could choose to share how much detail. You can choose to share just the top line. Let them ask questions. And you're going to hold a space for them to react however they're going to react. So that might look like them being sad for you. That might look like them being um, concerned. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that that happened to you. They might have a lot of questions. You are not obligated to answer questions that you are not ready to answer. So it's one thing to bring something to light. It's another if the person's asking a lot of questions and maybe you're not ready to go there, that's fine. That's completely fine. But you can say kindly, I want to disclose more details later on. Right now, I really just want to share this because it's weighing on me and I'm working up the courage to even get this out. So I think in the future, that'd be better to revisit with detail. And it might not even come out that perfect, but... I promise you, inviting God into it and starting with prayer is going to allow you to have a conversation that goes in the direction it's meant to versus being forced. And I can feel the Lord's presence right now because I was not planning on recording a podcast right now, um, just making my coffee in the Word and not even in my normal setup, yet God says, record and share this word for someone because someone needs it right now, today, don't wait. And I kept hearing, don't wait on my heart, don't wait. Like somebody needs to hear this because they're struggling to open up about something. And I need you to know that right now, it's not working for you. Like what you're doing, not opening up, that is not clearly working for you. And you will feel so much better bringing it to light because you're allowing that opportunity for someone to pour into you Someone once told me, it was actually my big sister (laughs) because she's my best friend, but she, um, my sister told me, you know, not opening up about something allows 
the enemy to work in that because you're actually blocking off all opportunity from that person to pour into you and to get to love you to their fullest extent when you choose to stay quiet. And it could look like something minor. I'm saying, I'm serious. You could say, well, this, you know, isn't that big of a deal and someone's gone through wayward. It really doesn't matter what it is. It could be that you, I don't know, twisted your ankle and you didn't want to talk about it. I'm just throwing that out there. It could be a horrible, horrible, tragic, traumatic situation or event in your life that's occurred. But whatever on that spectrum it falls, it holds a value to you. It's clearly bothering you. It clearly needs to be discussed. So you're making it a bigger deal actually by keeping it all quiet versus just be open and honest with someone that you trust and bring it to light. Let it heal. Talk about it. Talk about the feelings around it. And yes, as we know, if you're in the word, feelings can absolutely be deceitful. So you could be believing, oh my gosh, this person's going to feel horrible if they hear this because they're going to wish that they could have like prevented this from happening or X, Y, Z, but you can't be in control of everything. And you also, again, don't get that say. So God turns whatever the enemy means for evil for good. So if something bad has happened in your life or if something's hurt you in your life, God wants you to bring that to light to have that healing and to be able to help others or to help others heal in that way or maybe to shine light on a conversation that is going to end up blessing one of your friends or someone that you do speak with. So open up in that way of saying, I'm going to be transparent right now and I'm not telling you it's not going to be scary. That takes courage. That's boldness. But, you know, anything in life that's worth it you probably are going to be nervous about it first. That comes from maybe diving into a brand new relationship with someone that you really care about. Maybe that's getting married. Maybe that's um, trying a new experience, something small again, or something big. Maybe that's taking a huge leap of faith or a new career path. But whatever that looks like, that obviously is going to cause some nerves. However, the biggest blessings and breakthrough are on the other ends. And so you can choose to act out of fear or you can choose to act out of love. Love is I'm going to love myself and say, yeah, okay, this might take a while to talk about or heal from or whatever, but the best thing I can do right now, the next best thing for myself is to bring it to light. And again, it doesn't have to be a crazy event. It might be, or it might be something small, but the enemy, all he is going to do is tell you, it's not that big of a deal. It's pointless to talk about it. But he wants you to think that because if you are believing that lie, then you can stay where you are and you want to move forward. You want to use the gifts God's given you in your life to bless others around you, to act in your call. Maybe you want to be the best hairstylist out there. Maybe you want to be um, working for fashion magazines. Maybe you want to be a lawyer or I don't know, a doctor and an astronaut, anything, right? A teacher. And you say, okay, I want to be X, Y, Z. But typically when we want to do something, it's very easy for us to put our identity immediately in that and say, great, I have this plan. This is my goal. My identity is I'm a doctor. I'm a lawyer. I'm a dancer, whatever that is. But we start to forget, okay, wait a second. You have a lot of gifts and you're choosing to use it in that field. That's 
awesome. However, your identity is actually in God. So just because that's your occupation, that's what you choose to use your gifts in, that doesn't mean you can't pour out into other fields of work as well, other occupations, other ways of pouring into other people. But obstacles are very real and they can come up through things we've gone through. They can come up through simply not that big of deal situations, but that you don't talk about because those feelings stay stuck. Um, I know if you are a science nerd listening to this, you might know all about the nervous system. You might understand how emotions can truly um, impact your fight or flight mode, can impact your anxiety levels, all of this stuff, right? And God created science. God created how the body operates, all of these beautiful systems. However, you know, when you look at the body, when you look at the nervous system, the fight or flight, the anxiety, there's also a spiritual component. And if you're not taking care of yourself spiritually, aka the emotional stuff, it's it can show up in the physical. And that might take a lot of time to heal from. You might be doing awesome, but saying, okay, like physically, I need to give myself more rest. I need to drink more water or whatever that looks like because you maybe went through a lot of emotional healing or you know, just because you have to take time for yourself, that is not bad, but you do need to honor yourself in that because you will go so much further in life operating out of a place of rest versus operating out of a place of hustle mentality. So yes, go after that goal and operate with the Lord and come up with an action plan abiding by him first, inviting him in, let it be his will. Don't let it be your will. Because that's a whole other topic we'll go into in a separate episode. But in life, you're going to have your will. You're going to have God's will. You can live your life through fully your desires. Or you can live your life through, hey God, I have these desires. Is this your best for me? Because if not, remove it. But if it is, then heck yeah. Can you run with this with me? But there's going to be times in life where you're going to be urged to stop. And you're going to start to get that Holy Spirit tap of, hey, deal with this. Or, hey, that thing that you never talked about, I know it's not a big deal, but deal with that so that you can move forward in this area. And this topic of how to bring things to light, when my friend called me for that advice um, and we discussed it and then she ended up acting on it, she phoned me after that conversation with her loved one and said, I cannot believe how free I feel. The emotions that I was battling are gone the thoughts I was having have quieted. They're silent. You know, she's explaining her experience with getting this off her chest. And a lot of times um, it's very easy, especially if you're, if you are choosing optimism, which is beautiful to say, oh, there's no point, right? Like life is so good. There's so much to be grateful about. Just focus on that. But, you know, you have to also say, yes, life is so great. It is so beautiful. And there is so much to be grateful for. However, it is really awesome to be vulnerable and share certain things that went on because that's going to bless someone else. And speaking transparently for a moment, I had an, another phone call with a friend. Um, she's a total sweetheart. And we were talking and I brought up something that we were in conversation, gosh, I can't remember what we were talking about, but I just simply brought up something um, that like a lesson I had learned in the past. And she thanked me for sharing it because she said that just blessed me so much to share um, on her end with her loved one, something that went on for her that she's like, that just reminded me of something that I just never really talked about. And we ended up having this awesome conversation, super 
deep and heartfelt and it was amazing but because I listened to God and was just bold I didn't really know why I was meant to bring it up um truthfully we were talking about something so lighthearted. we were <laughs> actually wait I remember we were talking about Pilates she was looking to get into it I think and then we were talking about cucumber water because I love cucumber water and she was talking about pink Himalayan salt water and how that's her thing I guess lately and super lighthearted, just literally catching up random stuff. And then all of a sudden it just went from that to like this deep conversation for an interval of time. And it ended up being just really great for her and blessed her. So another reminder that sometimes you don't know why you're speaking something or you're nudged to, but just go with it. And, um, you're going to realize when you live life from this place of, Oh, Hey, God's tapping me to share this pretty cool. I'm just going to share it and not care so much about the receiving end of it. You will live so much more free, but also you will be operating with the Lord versus operating out of fear. And for a while, I, um, I think I mentioned this. I feel like I've said this on every episode I've recorded. I clearly don't script these. I speak so off the cuff, but, um, I, I was saying how I was nervous to speak and I love writing. I would write entries. I was, I'm like working on different things for writing, but I was nervous because of, oh, okay. Seeing in the spirit, right. Since I was young, that could be really strange for someone that could be too much for somebody to process. I don't want to be judged. And I lived my life by that for all my years, (laughs) literally just all my years of, well, I can only open up to people once I know that they believe in God and that they're, um, that they are understanding how God gives gifts, etc., then I can share that because then I will have, um, you know, that firm foundation to speak on. I felt very uncomfortable just opening up to whoever. And it wasn't until I got put in certain situations with friends or people who met me and they'd say, oh my gosh, I heard that, you know, you had this experience or that. And it would just come up and I would almost be not obligated to talk about it, but kind of. And I had to work in the uncomfortable a little bit, but I realized, wait a second, this is not about me. You know, like this is about God's trying to show someone something through it and um, just honoring that. So you might not know why you're meant to share something, but I hope that that tool of bringing something to light helps you today. I hope it encourages you and Maybe you even said, wow, I didn't think I had anything on my heart to talk about, and now I realize I do. And this isn't meant to be a dramatic thing. It's really more so to say, just check in. I'm all about the self-care, all about the go get a massage. I'm very girly. I love the nail salon. I love all of it. But there's a level to it where I think in our world, we substitute that really take time for yourself. You know, journal, reflect, get in the word. Like those things sometimes are substitutes for, oh, just go pamper yourself and drink that water and go to that Pilates class. And that's super fun. But at the end of the day, again, it's kind of like a band-aid because the next day you didn't deal with the root. So it's just going to grow back. So if your mind was a garden and, you know, let's say you're super into plants, let's say you're into flowers. I personally love pink roses. So that's what I'm going with. (laughs) But if you're, um, if your mind's a garden, if it's a field, whatever that looks like for you, maybe it's the best view ever. And 
you're a guy listening to this right now and you're like, it's this insanely cool mountain view. Awesome. Whatever that looks like. If you want it to be an awesome landscape, an awesome garden, then in your mind, treat your minds like a garden. What thoughts you put into it are planting good seeds or planting bad seeds. Every thought you have, everything you act on is planting a seed in your life. It's just, is it good or bad? So you are planting seeds all day long. You're planting seeds in your words and your actions and your beliefs. However, what are you planting? You know, that's the real question and that's the important question to evaluate. So is your mind fruitful? Is it a garden? Are you taking good care of your thoughts? Are you coming from a place of um, honoring yourself and God and the gifts that you've been given and storing those well to help others? Or are you filling your mind with weeds? Are there plants? Are, do you have a huge garden, but there's a lot of weeds at the bottom of it that need to be dealt with that are just like hidden by some flowers, I guess, but then also half of them are dead because they're wilted and you're not dealing with half the stuff that went on in your life. So it's just things to think about and allow yourself to act on. And I will tell you, a lot of times you think, well, I don't want to feel the feelings or whatever it is and have to deal with something I went through. It sometimes takes a minute. Like sometimes those conversations that come up or those feelings that come up, if you just take the moment to say, wait, God, can you remove this? Or can you show me what this is about? He'll do that and it'll be cleared out in a moment. So he can do the impossible. He can work in a moment. He can work overnight. So, you know, you think, oh, wait a second, this is going to take a long time. But if you really look at it, you will find that you actually are able to do this work thoroughly and swiftly as well. I hope this message blessed you today. And again, I was not planning on recording, so hopefully you were able to keep up with this episode. I don't feel called to um, like trim any of it or anything like that. I just think I'm going to leave it completely um, the way that it is. And I hope that you have a beautiful day. I'll be praying for you guys and um, I'm going to go make um, more coffee because I got this awesome oat milk and I love the fall season. So it is cozy season, even in Florida cozy season and wherever you are, I hope that you're enjoying the fall and I will record soon. Bye guys.